share the common laugh of listening to you uh, of listening to me yes. deal with technical Flail difficulties around. like I said it was bizarre I could hear you really faintly and I'm like why are they so quiet and it's because you were coming through the bluetooth headphones across the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, we're recording and so welcome to uh, the true north nerds and this is what happens when the monkeys run the board. <laughs> <laughs> when the cats are away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, the cats are home. No, Dr- cat, Kevin's yeah, the, watching them. I'm watching the cats. The cats are at home. <laughs> the mice are out playing. So, uh, welcome, uh, Rachel. Uh, so, to our listeners, this is Rachel from the Five-ish Fangirls, um, who I've had the honor of being on her show a couple of times. And so uh, when uh, when Brent and Jen decided they were going to go on vacation... Uh, They're going to run away and leave us behind. We said, we can't leave our loyal fans without a show this week. So uh, Ryan and I took to Skype and uh, recorded this, and we'll... Uh, and I thought we'd bring in Rachel for uh, for another point of view. We don't have anything really on the go to talk about. We don't have a topic. We don't have uh, anything except uh, we thought we might just... Uh, keep up with the news and um, do some geek picks this week. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Excellent. So, uh, Ryan, you're generally the keeper of the news. What have you got for us this week? Uh, lots and lots of TV news. Oh, yeah. It's Upfronts week. Yeah. Yep. So all your favorite shows are either getting renewed or getting canceled. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or and replacing the actors. Yeah. Or saved, canceled, then renewed. That happened. That happened to one of my favorite shows. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine canceled one day, saved the next. Yeah, that one was a stupid one. And it's, you'll there's, there's a trend this year with a lot of the canceled shows. It's channels canceling them because they don't like the contracts they've got mm-hmm. for the shows. Right. Not necessarily that the shows are getting bad ratings, just... Uh, or, or bad reviews, or, yeah, it's just that they're not making enough money off them, so they're not happy. Right. So they're taking their channel and going home. Wah. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing that these days there are lots of other channels to go to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And streaming services. Exactly. God love the streaming services. It's it's uh, it's pretty fascinating how how different media is than even five years ago, right? Um, so so what uh, what shows are you specifically looking at there, Ryan, that have been canceled that might make our audience cry? Well, I I'm sad, and I'm I'm still hoping and holding out hope. The Expanse has been canceled. 
Yes. And I love The Expanse. I know I've gone on on this show multiple times about my love for the TV series and the book series. Uh, and right now it is just sci- sci-fi, you know, the home of science fiction bullshit. Uh, once again, cancels a great science fiction show. Yeah. Because they, got, they don't like the contract. Right. Now, the producers of the show, they own the sets. They own the, 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 the story rights. They, they own everything. Right. So you were telling me, I think, in other countries, well, outside of North America, uh, it's on Netflix? It is on Netflix uh, in every other country except Canada and the U.S. So I'm holding out hope that Netflix just picks it up. Yeah, and what with the news that we talked about last week, that Netflix Netflix has said that science fiction is their highest rated genre on their uh, on their streaming service, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix does uh, step in with this one. I hope so. I know there was uh, talk of some fan-backed uh, program to send a big balloon over top of the Amazon head office <laughs> to get them to pick it up or something. I don't know. Up here in Canada, the, well, I guess Brent would probably be able would probably be able to tell us more if he was here, but there's not a lot on Amazon Prime no. for Canadian subscribers, not like down in the U.S. of A. But, uh, so I hope it doesn't go on Amazon. I don't need something else to subscribe to. That's Yeah, yeah. I, I don't subscribe to Amazon either. There's not much on there that I'm super keen uh, to watch. How about you, Rachel? Do you watch anything on Amazon? I do not. Their their lineup of programming is not all, all that uh, spectacular in my eyes. Unless you want to watch Unsolved Mysteries, because yeah. then they've got like all sixteen seasons or whatever. Brent's I, Addiction. I did watch The Tick uh, when I was at Brent's one day. They, that's a pretty fun show on Amazon, but uh, that's about it. Uh, any uh, any other shows that we need to talk about that that are moved around or canceled? Oh, all, all kinds of them. Uh, so, uh, Lethal Weapon. I love that new series. It's been great. Apparently, there's been all kinds of drama on the set. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Uh, so, it's not very often that you see one of the lead characters uh, get fired from the show. And uh, so, there was talk it was going to get canceled, but now they have recast. And of all the people to recast... They have cast Sean William Scott, better known as Stifler, to become to coming onto the show. Uh, they haven't exactly said if he's going to be replacing the other actor and taking over the role of Riggs. Oh, I I, or, I did hear I did hear today actually after we talked about this he's going to okay play, the, he's going to be playing Riggs's brother so he yeah. so he's still Riggs but he's Riggs just not brother. Martin Riggs he'll be. Steve Riggs. Or Mark Riggs. <laughs> it sounds like things got really tense on that set. Uh, yeah, apparently there's video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Damon Wayans tweeted out some video this week that, uh, that showed yeah. him getting, like, shrapnel in the face from something that happened while in an episode that the guy was directing. That was yeah, in the season finale. There was, like, the, the trailer that Riggs lives in blows up. And he's and uh, and you know, Damon Wayans is running from it. So I guess that would be the sequence where, like, yeah, something hit him. Mm-hmm. So he was directing it. So you know, he's in charge. And the, the it sounds like the talk is that you know there is talk that he wasn't making a safe set. Apparently, there's apparently Damon Wayans has a log 
of things that this guy was doing on the set. Like he was keeping records. Smart. Yeah. Making he's making people cry. All if he threatened to beat somebody up or something. It's, it almost sounds like he was method acting. Like he was taking on the character and being as crazy as Riggs. <laughs> yeah, that's not the kind of person you want to be um, on stage with. No. You wouldn't really want... To, you know, it'd be tough to be, you know, especially when he's like one of the stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, I don't know of anything he was in before this. No, I'd never heard of the guy. So, so yeah. So there was that. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan Fillion has a new show. I just saw that. Where he's like a 40-year-old rookie cop. <clears throat> do we really need another cop show? With Nathan Fillion in it? Yes, we do. And, and isn't Nathan Fillion... At least, for, at least for one season. Isn't Nathan Fillion closer to 50? Oh, I don't know. Probably <laughs> at this point. I think he's about... That's why he can play 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really... Um, that that doesn't do much for me. I, I don't watch a lot of cop shows, but I do like Nathan Fillion. Well, that's the only reason I... You know, he's, he's Canadian. He's a fan favorite. I'll probably give it a shot. Like, I gave Castle a shot for a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, I've already got my cop shows that I watch, you right. know. The old-timer the old timer in me still likes to sit down and watch, you know, my NCIS and NCIS Los Angeles. Oh, I started yeah. watching Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. That's my dad's favorite show. You and my dad have a lot in common. Hey, he's got good taste on TV. What can I say? <laughs> so, Rachel, what do you make of the news about um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I know that's one of your favorite shows. Short- that was the I, next one on my list. I am thrilled that it got renewed. <laughs> surprised. Surprised that it got renewed. I, I was cautiously optimistic, so I can't say that I'm too surprised it's still kind of surprising i'm more surprised the fact that it's one going to be a shorter season Mm -hmm. and two is not coming back till next summer although i kind of called that i did say that um if it came back and when when we found out that it was the 13 episodes i had said because this is before i knew it was coming back in the summer is with the shorter season it can come back sometime next year to help lead into Avengers 4. But because it's now coming back in the summer, then we can probably safely assume that it will deal with the fallout from Avengers 4. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Because this this gives them a lot of time to get all their ducks in a row as far as continuity with the larger MCU. Right. Because that's something they've not had the opportunity to do because of time. TV produces at a different rate than movies do. Yeah. If, if it had come back before Avengers 4, then they would have had to justify the choices they made on that show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the season finale is this week, right? Yes. So yeah, we but don't it's know, this Friday. Do I, and I'm... You can spoil me. I am not up to date on this show. Ryan, you're up to date on Agents of Shield, right? Yeah. So, did did was there any fallout from um Agent from uh, not Infinity War? Yet, but there have, more yeah. than likely will be. That is where I'm guessing it's gonna that the that they're going to their current plot 
the daisy or someone quaking the earth apart. They're somehow going to figure out how to stop that. But the fallout from Infinity War, which at this point will not get into spoilers, go listen to the spoiler spoiler filled reviews that are out there. But for those that know how Infinity War ends, I am guessing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to end the same way. Right. Yeah, that's my thought. It's the only thing that makes sense. Right. Yeah. And if that's the case, then if they did come back before Avengers 4, you would have to modify the cast of the show, right? Yeah. You wouldn't be and the cast have... is too good to not keep them, so... And then without knowing how Avengers 4 is going to end... Right. If it, you know, say, if it, you know, whatever happens in Avengers 4, if it undoes anything from Avengers 3, then depending on how that happens, would that have undone the whole season of of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, logistically, the only thing that makes sense if you're bringing S.H.I.E.L.D. back is bring it back after Avengers 4. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. And honestly, I would, I think it's kind of brilliant, actually. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. Because even then, it doesn't even need to come back, like, right, same time. It doesn't have to pick up right off where it leaves off. There could be a time jump. Yeah. Depending on whatever there is for the movie, too, so. Yeah. Yeah. Or a time backwards, maybe. 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 (laughs) We're going to have to wait till next year to find out. (laughs) Damn it, where's my time machine? Yeah. Well... Uh, you can you can travel through time just the same way the rest of us do, one second at a time. <sighs> Dang it! <laughs> Boring. That means I gotta go to work tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, There's nothing I can do, but well, you don't have to go to work. But if you want to get paid, then you probably. If I want to get paid and keep yeah. keep making my mortgage payments. Monday's a holiday. Just keep thinking that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, any other shows on the cancellation list? I, I see uh, probably the other big sort of genre show that got canceled was Lucifer, but that's not a show that I was watching. Yeah, I wasn't watching it either. I actually was confused for a moment because I saw like my social media feed people get all upset because it got canceled. I'm like, wait, did it already get canceled? No, wait, that was Constantine. <laughs> oh, oh, but Constantine, and Constantine was so good. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna watch on TV after this Friday. Oh, I, I know that's. I have nothing to watch now <laughs> until like whenever Game of Thrones comes back in like April. Right. Nothing to watch. Oh jeez. Well, Doctor Who will be coming back eventually. That's true. Doctor Who will be back in October. So. Yeah, but I guess so. I know. I know your other big fandom is. Um, once Upon a Time, and that's done now too, right? Yeah, we'll be on Friday, yes. Friday is the last episode of that. Yeah. Yeah. It needed to go, so... (laughs) (laughs) That I'm not too upset over. It kind of needed to go. It needed to stop? Yes. They needed to put that one down? Some shows go on a little too long. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're going to need to pick up some new TV shows then to watch. I might, or maybe I'll just finally go back to trying to catch up on the Supernatural. <laughs> well, there's the, there's always that. There's a lot. What season did you leave I've off got, on? I've got one season down. So. One? I've got really? one season down. <laughs> You've only seen season one? Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Maybe that's all I'll be doing. <laughs> Supernatural. There you go. It, it's it's been renewed for season fourteen, right? Yeah. 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 But they haven't. Plenty to uh, watch. The CW sounds like they're not picking up that uh, spinoff, Wayward Sister, Wayward Daughters. Oh, which the one that I they did the. I haven't gotten to those characters yet, so I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> you won't get to those characters till you get to season thirteen. So <laughs> they did one of those like backdoor pilot episodes where it's like a regular episode of the show, but it's like here's our pilot for these characters. They do a couple of those over the 13 years. None of them have been picked up yet. This one was the most promising, and yet it didn't get picked up. Mm. Any other Uh, uh, TV news? Well, we got some some streaming news. Oh, yes. They they announced, since we last recorded, DC announced the name of their streaming service. Yes. And it will be called DC Universe. Ooh. Just like everything else DC <laughs> is called. Some some person somewhere was paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. To come <laughs> up with that. It uh, and they've announced, well, they announced that day, they, the day they announced the name, they announced the first four series, and then now they've announced a fifth. Yep. Uh, so we're getting Titan, live-action Titans. Yep. Which is filming in Toronto right now. Mm-hmm. Animated Swamp Thing. I thought it was, was live animated. Action. Or Swamp, is Swamp Thing live action? I still, I don't know how they're going to do that. That's going to be expensive. Or rubber costumes. Well, uh, Young Justice uh, cartoon. That would be great because I just started rewatching that on Netflix. I love that show. That's a great show. Did you see so, the? Um, did you see the new image from um, from Young Justice with the Outsiders? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. I love that show. I'm so excited that one's coming back. Yeah, it's, it was such a great cartoon. It was so well-written. The, the, the animation style is wonderful. It's like traditional coloring and everything. It wasn't crazy. It's not Teen Titans Go, uh, which is also fun, but, you know, not necessarily the same thing. Uh, we're also getting a Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. And then they just the other day announced a Doom Patrol live-action series spinning out of the Titans series. Right. And something about Cyborg is supposed to be showing up in both of them, too, or something. Yeah, I I read that, too. Which is interesting, because then they'll be conflicting with having their, their Justice League cinematic universe Cyborg and then their streaming service Teen Titans vs. Cyborg. Well, if we can handle two flashes, we can handle two cyborgs. But they don't think we can. That's why we don't have Batman on TV in any of the series, the, the CW series. And we have minimal Superman. True. True. And we have Gotham without Batman. Well, uh, did you hear the news about that? That the, the Gotham renewal is for one more season and it will end with Bruce becoming Batman? I heard of the one more season. I didn't hear the actually, you know, them saying he's going to end. It'll end with him becoming Batman. That's what I, that's what I read. Okay, I wonder if they're going to do an age jump because isn't he still like only fifteen or something like that on that show? I don't know. I I, I gave up after season two. Yeah. 
Now, Rachel, you don't watch any of the DC shows? Nope. Oh, you're missing out. It got too depressing. Well, that's why you watch The Flash and Supergirl. Those ones are bright and fun. Well, yes, that's true. No, I did like Supergirl. The Flash was okay, but the my favorite right now is Black Lightning. I loved that show. They told a really oh. nice, tight thirteen episode season. Yeah, I finally finished that one the other day. Ah, oh, I loved how it ended. Yeah, with just enough nice positive open endedness to um, to uh, to go forward. Uh, and, yeah, and the family's back together, and they're all happy, and that's always nice. <laughs> So one more thing with the whole CW verse, I guess I was reading today, there's a con on the weekend that Stephen Amell was at and he kept going on during his panel about how he had some big news relating to the shows that was going to be announced tomorrow as we're recording this on Thursday morning uh, at the CW at their upfronts. But he wasn't allowed to talk about it until then when he makes the announcement. And uh, he said that the CW people were all worried he was going to spill the beans at this at this con <laughs> last last weekend. So who do they think he is? Tom Holland? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it'd be interesting considering you know, you know now the speculation starts to say, well, is he? Are they going to announce that Black Lightning will be in the big crossover episode next year, bringing that show into the universe? Uh, are they finally going to be allowing them to have Batman and Bruce Wayne make an appearance like they've done with Superman into these shows? Because they've they've said the name, they've alluded that these characters are out there. Yeah, they never. So the speculations everywhere. They never mentioned Wonder Woman on those shows either. No, but they have talked about Amazons from Themyscira because oh, yeah. in yeah Legends uh, this year in Legends of Tomorrow. There's an episode where they, um, what's her name? Shit. Uh, the, the woman with the face that launched a thousand ships. Um, that's the one. Uh, she gets sent to the, like the, the 70s, maybe the fifties. Okay. And it's like a movie starlet for a while. And so they, instead of putting her back in where she belonged and to die, the one of them came up with the idea of sending her to the island of Themyscira and having her live there. And so then at the end of the season, spoilers, you know, when all the people they interacted with all year come together to help them beat the bad guy, she shows up and she's all like decked out Amazonian style and stuff like this. So, but yes, no, there has never been a Wonder Woman on those shows. Not the character. No. <laughs> Linda Carter has made appearances on... She's, she's the, president. the president. Yeah. She's an alien president. Alien, alien pos- posing as a human yeah. who's a president. <laughs> I love how those shows have done the... the, the, the um, you know, the bringing in the old cast from the yeah. different yeah. shows but and like, movies. Um, and, oh, Terry Hatcher on Supergirl, too. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Flash's dad was the Flash in the '90s TV series, right. and now he's now that he, he's also Jay Garrick on that show. Yep, big on the Flash, so that's awesome. Uh, oh, some sad news: uh, Margot Kidder, Kidder, blah 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 blah, Lois Lane yes. from the original Superman movie mm-hmm. 
she passed away this week. Yeah, she wasn't that old, really. 69. No, 69. But I don't think she had been well. Yeah, I think she was sick or something. I don't know. I didn't, it didn't really have... It didn't say a cause of death when I read it. It just said that, yeah, she was at home. Yeah. She hadn't acted much lately. No, I don't think so. I think it was just maybe the odd appearance and things here and there, but... Yeah, that's it's uh, sad, but uh, life goes on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before we get away from TV stuff, I did read something today that I was like, defile it under the why category. Uh, so a cable network called Epic yep. has ordered a 10-episode live-action TV series titled Pennyworth, exploring Alfred's years as a British SAS soldier... Segwaying into his work for the Thomas uh, for Thomas Wayne in the 1960s London, so we're getting an Alfred origin TV series. <laughs> okay, because it's how much Batman can we put on TV without putting Batman in it? <laughs> that that seems like a bad idea. Yeah, that's why it's filed under the why. Yeah. <laughs> As in, why are we doing this? Who asked for this? I I never thought I would say this, but I'm thinking there's too many superhero shows on TV these days. There's just (laughs) way too... I never thought there would ever be this many. Well, it's like you said with sci-fi on uh, on Netflix. It's it's what people are watching. I guess. Yeah. It just seems like DC is kind of grasping for... Whatever they could get their fingers well, into. Well, hey, like Marvel's starting quality. too. They've got all their Netflix shows, and then now next month we start Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, Marvel's yeah. Cloak and Dagger and Runaways, and uh, yep. uh, well, they tried with Inhumans, that didn't work. <laughs> yep. So we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> so Marvel's six shows on Netflix, and. Uh, uh, plus Agents of Shield and the cable shows. Marvel's Marvel's up there too. Yeah, at least with Netflix though, it's not it's not like on TV where you know part of the reason I gave up on like the Arrowverse shows is because they kept changing the nights that they were on. It was hard to keep track as far as like continuity and everything. Like, what episode am I on? Who? Which? Which Earth is this? Who? Which Harrison Wells is this? I don't know. Um, so it just got way too confusing as they bouncing around and they cross over on each of their shows. I'm like, okay, which part, which show am I watching? They're all here. Which show am I actually watching? I don't know. So I just kind of gave up. Uh, I'm like, it's too hard to keep track when they're on different nights and things. And But that's the best part because you watch one episode and then you're like, oh. But now, especially the crossovers, because then you're like, now i got to tune in Tuesday night to watch it, and then Wednesday night, and... I've got better things to do with my time, at least with the stuff on Netflix. You know, I could sit down, you know, Luke And binge it, because you don't have better things to do with your time. (laughs) Or I can walk away and not have to worry about missing something. You know, when Luke Cage drops, you know, next month, if I don't have the time to binge it in one sitting, I can walk away and come back, and I don't have to worry about figuring out what time, what channel, you know, no. continuity. Oh, it's just 
Netflix remembers it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't all the CW shows on Netflix in the in the states? They have some sort of agreement that I don't know how soon they go up. I think it's right after the season ends. Yeah, so like a couple like a couple weeks or something like that, or a couple of days after the season finales, and it all goes up. And, I think so. Which is pretty good because then you can binge them all. <laughs> yes. So according to Wikipedia, there are currently 15 DC Comics-related shows either airing or ordered. So that's Arrow, Flash, Gotham, iZombie, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Preacher, Black Lightning, and Krypton. And then there are six that are coming, and that's Titans, Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol, Pennyworth, Watchmen, and Why the Last Man. Now, see, like that, why the last man and Pennyworth, those are, I'll believe them when I see them. They've both, well, Pennyworth has been ordered to series, and why the last man and Watchmen, they've ordered pilots. Yeah. For Marvel, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine ongoing shows, and two that have been picked up for series. So that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Legion, Iron Fist, The Gifted, The Punisher, Runaways, and then Cloak and Dagger, and New Warriors. So there's nine Marvel and 15 DC. And yeah, the New Warriors is kind of fallen into limbo. I think the channel it was supposed to be on dropped it. Yeah. They've made the show, and it doesn't have a home. So Jen's going to have to wait just a little longer to get to see Squirrel Girl on TV. Yeah. Yeah. There's ten episodes of it out there. That have actually been filmed? Um, I believe so. Let's see here. I'm just looking at... Because if they've filmed it, for them to just be sitting on it, that just seems odd. If anything, you'd just think they'd sell it, you know, sell it to Netflix. Or production, put it on Production of the pilot episode or... had taken place by November of 2017. And production had been scheduled to resume in January 2018, pending the series being picked up by a new network. So the, oh, the pilot's well been made. But uh, I guess they're waiting to find out where it's going to end up before they make the rest. Which, oh, that's how TV usually works. Yeah. So that's interesting. Just, just the pilot wasn't that good. Hmm. Any other news we got here? Uh, well, I hear there's a Power Rangers fan among us. <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? And I know I, well, when we were talking today, Kevin, we couldn't remember if we brought this up or not before last time or when this news came out. But So, Rachel, what do you think of Hasbro buying Power Rangers? Um, did you hear of this? Yes, yes, I did. Um I I think it makes sense uh, if you look at some of the other properties that Hasbro owns, maybe not so much like Transformers, but things like My Little Pony, um, where it's blown up into this thing um, that I think they could do some good things with it. So, and I know that there's still shows that are still being made. I'm 
kind of like Supernatural. I'm really behind on Power Rangers. <laughs> 25, <laughs> 25 years of TV is a lot to get caught up on. Um, but, uh, but I mean, the Power Rangers, they've changed hands several times right. since they're, I mean, Heim Savon owned them and then Disney owned them at one point. Did you ever and, see the Power Rangers when they used to make appearances at Disney World? I they used to appear at Hollywood Studios. I don't think so. I think they'd probably already stopped by the time I started going and visiting the studios. So I know they, they got a Power Ranger suit on display in the studios in one of the shops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have the Yellow Rangers costume from the 95 movie on display. They used to come out in a convertible that would drive down the streets of America, and they would do a little show and then just sign autographs. It wasn't anything major. The Ninja Turtles used to meet there, too, actually, at one point. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but once, uh, when uh, Power Rangers was on Disney XD for a while, wasn't it? Or was it uh, something. Yeah, when that happened, then the Power Rangers sort of moved in, which was kind of yeah. Yeah, so they've they the the IP has changed hands uh, a few times. Right. Uh, yeah, so see, I didn't know that. I just figured it was. Yeah. I, I, I thought that. Yeah, I thought Bandai had owned the rights for the for like forever. But okay. No. So you know that you learn yeah. something new. If, Not if really want, a big Power Rangers fan over here. Yeah. If you want to learn more, though, especially if you're even if you're not necessarily a big Power Ranger fan. But if things like the history of the passing and owning of, like, intellectual properties um, interest you on the NPR podcast, uh, I believe it's how I built this, um, a couple of years ago, um, they interviewed uh, Heim. And it's a really good interview. He's a really well-spoken uh, man really knows what he's talking about and he talks about the history of the Power Rangers and his start in television and everything and how he came across the the Super Sentai or whatever it was called in Japan and him uh, trying to, to get it made into a TV show in the States and then the selling of it and then getting it back and Disney owning it and that sort of thing so um, if that sort of thing interests you maybe even not necessarily Power Rangers interests you um, you can go Listen to that. I found it quite quite interesting. That sounds cool. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I think even before this, though, I think Hasbro already owned like all the toy rights. Well, yeah, they had. From what I've read, so, just like not that long ago, they had bought the toy the toy rights. Yeah. Or they had signed a contract for the toy rights. Yeah. And then it was like maybe a month or two later, they're like, all of a sudden the news comes out that. And now they've just bought it outright from them. That, there's a few other properties too, like my little, uh, my, my pet monster was one of them. Yeah. That I recognized, and a few other uh, brand names, and so it'll be interesting to see. Especially Hasbro recently, you know, built up their whole uh, connected comic book property universe with GI Joe and. Volt uh, and uh, Voltron, Transformers and Visionaries and Micronauts and Rom the Space Knight, and so now to see if you know, and the the, the talk of the connected because everybody needs a cinematic universe now yeah. uh, to see if they'll try to bring in like 
Power Rangers into that mix. Possibly. I know after that, the news of the, the purchase dropped that um, I saw on Twitter, uh, somebody had uh, called out uh, Hasbro saying, okay, now that you own this, can we get a reunion movie, a Power Rangers reunion movie for <laughs> some of the, the OG crew? And actually David Yost, the original Blue Ranger, piped up and said that he would totally be down for it. And he would help produce it, and he uh, suggested Amy Jo Johnson be the one to direct it because she's gone into directing and tags uh, Hasbro and said, let's talk. So who knows if anything would come out of it, but you know, the, the Power Ranger fandom is still strong, and the alumni, for the most part, are still very uh, proud of their history of being a Power Ranger, however long it's been, for well, some yeah, of them, 25 years. You and, can find them at every every other convention. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've met several of them um, at various conventions, and all the ones that I've met have been super nice and just totally get the why the fandom is still so strong. And um, Is there continuity are, between the different um, Power Rangers series? And and the last that movie that came out last year did that tie in to the old Power Rangers uh, universe that was on television? Is it all part of one continuity, no. or are they kind of separate? There there is a continuity up to. Uh, I'm not sure which series it stopped. Um, I don't know if it's. Time Force or something like that. I think I'm getting close in my rewatch to where the continuity ends okay. because there was all this this passing of the guard from one of Power Rangers to the other, and sometimes you know there would be changes in the powers, uh, what they called themselves, you know, the dinosaurs versus the ninjas versus you know in space versus Turbo. Um, people would change colors and the Zords would change, but it was always this constant passing of the torch from one team to another um, for several iterations. And then at some point they decided to just stop and every theme or whatever you want to call it since then has been its own Mm self-contained where the continuity does not continue on. And then the movie that came out, um, the the darker, grittier reboot. No, is is not connected. There are there are two cameos um, of a couple of uh, recognizable <laughs> Power Rangers, right. um, but you could you could talk chalk that up to alternate timeline, alternate universe, maybe. Uh, so yeah, but no, the movie does not. Uh, there's a lot of homages though, to the original series, which I loved and totally picked up on pretty much all of them. Like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a lot of fun picking up all the Easter eggs <laughs> in the movie. But no, there's no continuity with the new movie, which I'm totally fine with, and I had no problem with the, the movie. As someone who's been a fan for 25 years, um, I you know, my childhood was not ruined in any form or fashion, I totally took it for, for what it was and was totally happy with it. And I actually wish they'd make more. <laughs> so. 
<laughs> well, with Hasbro uh, in control, you you may get more. Yes. How did how did that uh, movie do at the box office? It, I think it's decent. It's probably made its money back, but it wasn't the big blockbuster. I think they were hoping that it was going to be. Right. So, and I don't know if that's just the, the Power Rangers as a whole doesn't have. While it still has a strong following of the people who grew up with it. Um, there's not necessarily the newer generation, I think, necessarily knows who the Power Rangers are. I mean, you go to a convention where there are Power Rangers there, um, especially the old guard, the OG crew. Yeah. The people waiting in line to meet them are people my age. <laughs> the people that were nine, ten years old when the show originally aired. Yeah. So, so after I did a quick Google search, because I'm sitting at my computer and I can do that, uh, $142.3 million U.S. Okay. Which is way better than, you know, because I, you know, the people also searched for, uh, apparently there was a Max Steel movie. I don't even remember that name, so I remember he got a real big toy push. I don't know. A few that. years ago. Idea. Uh, it got, it made a total of $6.3 million. That's that's sad. Yeah. Well, you know, a, a few years ago, if a movie made, you know, two three hundred million dollars, people are like, oh, oh for sure. action flick. You know, like, oh, that's really good. And then Black Panther came around, and now Infinity War, people are like, two hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, we're not making money. We're not making another one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Forget that. Oh, so we got a little bit of Star Wars news too. Yes, what have you got? Two th- two things. Uh, we had uh, John Favreau was talking on the red carpet for Solo about his live action series. So what did he and, have to say about his series? Uh, he was told us w- uh, roughly when it's fitting into the timeline. And he said that it's apparently seven years after the, oh, which which uh, after a new hope, oh, which would put it about three or four years after Return of the Jedi. Okay. So you know, right at the time where the Empire has finally fallen, post Battle of Jakku. So a great and you know a good starting off of the space that we know nothing about. <laughs> so there was th- that news and then today they announced uh, next year we're getting Star Wars celebrations again Yes, but it's moving yes yep. I just saw that too to Chicago that's, mm-hmm. that's close enough for a road trip that, that thought did you know cross my mind when I was reading that tickets go on sale June 5th yeah <laughs> It, it's not always been in Los Angeles. It was here in Indianapolis, actually. The last one was in years Orlando, ago. wasn't it? Yeah, the last couple, I think, whenever they've had them in the States, it's been jumping. It wasn't it for a while going, like, Orlando, London. Yeah. Orlando, London. Yeah. We had, I don't know if it was Celebration. It may have been something else, but we definitely had something Star Wars, but this had to have been 
golly, like 15 years ago. Hmm. Oh, well, it could easily have been Celebration then. Yeah. So, if they were doing that back then. Yeah. It may not have been called that, but equivalent, I guess. We may we may have to you may have to get a passport, Ryan. Uh, I may have to finally go down and take my picture and fill out some paperwork. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Springtime yeah, the thing Chicago? I've, it's got to be fine. Yeah, I've only been meaning to do that for, like, how many years now? <laughs> I even worked at a, at a camera shop that took passport photos. I took other people's passport photos and still never got my own. <laughs> I think that's about it for news. That that is a good bit of news. Yep. For a show we weren't going to do very long, we've been going almost an hour just on news. So. <laughs> but it's only forty nine minutes and thirty one seconds by the count on Skype, and some of that's not even recorded. <laughs> it's all about. It's not about quantity. It's about quality. Exactly. exactly. I almost said continuity. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's all about continuity. Yeah, it's not about quality. It's about continuity. Yeah. I don't care if it makes sense. As long as it's some continuity. Should we talk about Free Cup of Day? Yeah, why not? I think. Is this, is this an event that you've ever attended, Rachel? Yes. Did you yeah, know? I've been going the last couple of years. What so is, what does your local comic shop do for Free Comic Book Day? Um, well, it bounces. Uh, it depends. Um, uh, this year I went um, not that local, actually. Um, okay. I went to a shop owned by a friend of mine that he is down in Martinsville, Indiana. So it's about a 45-minute drive. That's okay. That's um, not bad. But it's it's a small town. Um, yeah. and to help drum up business. He's a fellow cosplayer, um, so he asked some of us friends of his that were cosplayers um, if they would be willing to come down and hang out in costume um, along with um, a friend of his, uh, Billy Cooper, who owns and runs the Indiana Toy and Comic Expo, um, which is a small one-day con that occurs down in Bloomington, which is about an hour south of Indianapolis. Um, to, so he was there um, recording his podcast, which I was on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look at you just popping up on everybody's podcast. I, yeah, yeah I, I get around. Um, <laughs> this one comes podcasting. Um and promoting the, the show, the Indiana Toy Comic Expo, is at the end of August. Um, but, you know, it's never too soon to start drumming up uh, interest. Yep. It's all <laughs> about promotions. All about promotions. So um, so I went along with some other friends uh, of mine that are cosplayers. He also um, invited some friends of his that are artists, independent artists. Um, including the guy that does the art for the poster for the Indiana Toy Comic Expo. So it was all, it's, it, he had turned it into a kind of a mini-con. Um, nice. Is what it was. So we had music playing outside the shop, and just so happened that the hardware store that's right next door was um, grilling um, 
barbecue and the hot dogs. I think it's some other things raising money for some charity or some local Boy Scouts or something. So there was fresh meat being grilled out in the parking lot so we could smell that. <laughs> See, and, that, and, and hearing that, that's, that's perfect because you got businesses that are near each other taking advantage of each yeah. other's events and not being a pain in the ass mm-hmm. and yeah. upset that there's all these cars in the parking lot and their customers have nowhere to park. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had a good, good steady stream of people, um, people coming in with the kids, um, the, the comic shop. It's actually, it, he owns the, the shop, shares the space with his brother. It's actually Krypton comics and then singer, um, hobbies. So it's slash hot. It's half of it is a hobby shop where they, um, sell stuff like uh, stuff for like RC cars, okay, things like that. And then the other half of the shop is comics and selectables, figurines, Funko Pops, that that sort of thing. So, and then they've got a little game room so people can come and play Magic the Gathering if they want to on on Friday night or on the weekends. Um, so, so it's like an all-purpose shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, like I said, it's a smaller town, so. Um, they kind of got the corner on the market there, nice. um, which is good. But we had a steady stream of people, and it was it was nice to be able to go and you know support a friend and a small business and that sort of thing. So um, that was fun, and went and I picked up, I only picked up two of the the free comics, and then I did buy a Funko Pop. <laughs> so now the question is, which Funko Pop did you buy, and which I, comics did you get for free? I picked up the Doctor Who and the Power Rangers uh, comics. Okay. Uh, neither of which I've read yet. <laughs> oh, I have. I also got the Doctor Who, and I haven't read it yet, so yeah, I, I always can't spoil it for Doctor, you. I always pick up the Doctor Who. I did not uh, pick up the Doctor no. Who. Oh. You you can read mine, Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then the Funko Pop I bought was Doctor Strange. So. Oh, that's cool. He's now sitting on my shelf in my cube at work with my other Funkos. Now, is it figurines. movie or comic book Doctor Strange? Movie. It's Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh! Well, I picked up... Uh, we were allowed to take four comics at uh, Big B Comics, Ooh. our local comic store in Barrie. Uh, I, I always tend to pick up comics that I wouldn't normally buy to just sample new things. So I picked up the image comic called Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcos Martin. Uh, it's interesting because it's um, it's uh, the orientation of the book is sort of sideways. It opens, so you read it across, but you flip the pages up. If you understand what I mean, the whole the whole book is rotated ninety degrees. Okay. Yeah, it looks. I have. I haven't had a chance to read these yet either. It looks like a sort of small-town Texas science fiction invasion story, I think. I think. Uh, I picked up the IDW Star Wars Adventures comic, which is um, uh, an all-ages uh, Star Wars book that's got Han Solo in it. That looks uh, very much like the actor in the Solo movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they're tying, you know, tying into that. It just looks like fun, uh, too. Yep. A, a sort of... Like, if they were doing a Han Solo animated series, I could see them using this art style. Uh, it, it's uh, very cool. 
the other books I got were Aftershock Comics Relay. It looks like a big sort of sweeping space opera. And uh, this, which company made this book? I can't see who the... Oh, Arcana. Arcana Comics, and it's called Howard Lovecraft's Big Book of Summer Fun. And it's about a young H.P. Lovecraft and his uh, his pal Cthulhu. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing that one. It's sort of a um, it's sort of a Calvin and Hobbes take on Lovecraft. <laughs> I remember looking through that one. So. It's one of those ones. I think uh, Brad at the store made it when we were, we were looking at that one. we were like, there's still a big stack of that of those ones left at the end of the day. So we're kind of like, hmm, why didn't any of these any of the children want to take home Cthulhu? <laughs> My pal Cthulhu. (laughs) Yeah, it looks interesting. Oh, and then there's also a backup story called The Steam Engines of Oz, and it's a steampunk Wizard of Oz story. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Ooh, flying monkeys. So, so those are the books that I picked up. Uh, Well, I picked up... See, both of you have books that I picked. Oh. I also... I picked up Doctor Who... And I also picked up uh, Star Wars, but then I went and because I love my Transformer comics, they had the Zero issue leading into the big summer event that's supposed to be ending the Transformer comic line, so the Zero issue for Unicron was released as a free comic book, so I picked that up, as well as the like issue one, more or less, preview of the new team that's going to be on Amazing Spider-Man. So those were my two, like, uh, well, the, the, you know, the two big pickups. I just, you know, I picked up Star Wars. And like, ah, oh, that looks fun, and Doctor Who. Because like, oh, I like Doctor Who. I could have grabbed more, but eh, I left them. Let the kids take their comics. Yeah. You know, I left with a nice suntan because I was out there volunteering at the store all day, taking photos for the photo, uh, costume contest. Uh, got a little bit of sun, too much sun on my nose, but uh, other than that, uh, no sunburns. So that was good. Not like past years where I went home with like more or less sunstroke. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a good turnout at Big B this year. Yeah, there's lots of it's a good steady stream. Uh, they also have uh, usually have cosplayers. Uh, Ed Snowhawk cosplay was supposed to come out, uh, but and join us that day. But uh, for things beyond his control, he could yeah. not. Mother Nature stepped in. Yeah, there was a windstorm that people had to clean up from the yeah from the night before. Oh, no. Yeah, people lost. Well, Ed, Ed lives in the country, and the barn uh, on his family's farm collapsed because of the windstorm. Well, oh, the barn didn't off. collapse. The roof, the roof blew off. A hundred. Yeah. It's a hundred and fifteen-year-old heritage barn, and the roof wow. blew right off. So he was a little busy trying to keep the cows from. Well, from running and fixing the <laughs> well, yeah, cleaning that up. So he, but we still, you know, it's members from the five hundred first Star Wars uh, costume group there. For a while, there was uh, well, my the group. Yeah. My friend, the uh, the roller derby player, uh, she was there uh, promoting Simcoe County roller derby. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yep, they had their first game last weekend or their first match. Yeah, I think they did. I should go and check that out. That looks like a lot of fun. And uh, 
Oh, the, the, one of the local girl guide groups was there selling girl guide cookies. Yes. I I may have got, come home with another box of girl guide cookies. <laughs> it it may already be gone. I may have to buy another box for Med. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they need cookies in my lunch. What can I say? Yeah. Uh, who, oh, Marshall with uh, Drawing House was there. Uh, one of the he used to work at the store. He's got his own. Uh, art supply and uh, an art school, or yeah, in a shop downtown here in Barrie, and he was there doing uh, free drawing lessons. Like they were doing like fifteen minute drawing lessons all day long, with kids and stuff like that. So that was pretty good. That was pretty popular. It was uh, it was a good day. It was. Oh no, lots of good costumes. Too. Yeah, there were. Uh, the family that showed up as the Teen Titans when I was there that was pretty impressive. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a pretty good one. The uh, what was that? Was, was a baby dressed as Beast Boy? No, the dad was no, the Beast dad Boy. The dad was Beast Boy. He painted his painted green and everything. Yeah. The daughters were Raven and Starfire. Yeah, the son was Robin. Oh, the mother. Who was the mother? Was she? Sad I don't boy? remember. I don't. Remember. No, I don't think she was. I don't remember. <laughs> We'd have to, and I, I could look the photo up, you but could. Uh, I, I don't feel like it. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I, so you missed it when, early on. One of the first people there standing in line waiting to get in was one of our loyal listeners, Rex, uh, and his daughter. And she had her homemade Ray costume on, which was really good. And uh, she ended up winning the costume contest. That's uh, awesome. She got the most votes on the Facebook pages, so that's awesome. So congratulations to them. Oh, it was a good day. I love free comic book day. It's always fun. Even just like one of the reasons I like to volunteer is just so I can be there, just to you know, just to hang out. You see these different families come in. You see people come in. There's a food drive too, so we're collecting food for the local food bank. Uh, and then you start to talk to people that are like, oh. Well, we heard about it on the radio, or we, someone told us this, and then it's like they, the first time they're bringing their kid to a comic book store. Yeah. And so you like, you know, you try to encourage them, and then you tell them about the other promotions so that they're trying to come bring them back to the store and keep the kids reading comics. And... That was a good day. Yep. Well, what do you think? Should we move on and uh, maybe talk about geek picks? Sure. Sounds good. Rachel, why don't, as our guest, why don't you go first? Do you have a geek pick for us? Um, yeah, I, I do. Um, to, uh, uh, I guess, uh, quote a, a mutual friend of ours that's kind of a go with me here. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> um, my geek pick is also kind of a request for geek picks. Okay. Uh, I know. Ke- I know. Kevin, you saw this because we're friends on Facebook. Um, so, uh, leading up to Infinity War, I did what a lot of people did and rewatched the entire MCU, at least the movies, not the TV shows. That would take way too long. Mm-hmm. But I watched. <laughs> I watched all of the movies that were released that are part of the MCU, um, leading up to Avengers: Infinity War. It turned out that it was a movie a week um, not counting Black Panther right uh, it was a movie a week starting with the first week of the year right so Jeez. 
Yeah. <laughs> so obviously. So that's a commitment. It is. I made it Even halfway. A, a, I got as far yeah. as Winter Soldier, and then it started to fall behind, and yeah. never got caught up. Yeah. So thankfully, I have all of the entire MCU in digital format, so <laughs> it's a lot easier to like. Oh, I'm out and about. If I've got my digital copies and my computer, I'm good. So it doesn't matter. I don't have to worry about the TV and the DVD player and all that fun stuff. Um, but um, so I was thinking ahead um, to next year, um, now that Infinity War is out. Um, obviously, we have two more movies before Avengers 4 comes out next year. Um, but um, that's a lot of movies. <laughs> And I don't necessarily want to rewatch the entire MCU again. I may cherry pick and watch my personal favorites <laughs> because that's a lot easier. Because mm-hmm. at that point, we will be at 21, 21 movies because Infinity War was 19, Ant Man the Wasp will be 20, Captain Marvel will be 21. Right. So we'll be at 21 movies. That's a lot, <laughs> especially because. I like some way more than others. Mm-hmm. So I had this idea. What else can I do to help kind of pass the time until, you know, May of next year? Um, and I am a creature of habit. I watch the same TV shows and movies over and over and over and over again. Um, I do not tend to dip my toe in to new things unless mostly dragged, kicking and screaming, which is funny enough how I got into the MC in the first place. Chauncey had to practically tie me to a chair and make me watch the first Iron Man. (laughs) So, so as much as I drag my heels, occasionally I do find something that I really like. Um, So, I was thinking, you know, there's a lot of movies out there that I have a lot of friends that are big into film. I know Kevin's one of them. I got a lot of friends that they go to the movies, you know, several times a week. They're always watching stuff that comes out on DVD, you know, anniversary releases, this, that, the other thing. I was like, you know, I really need to expand my cinematic horizons, but I don't really just want to kind of go in blindly. So my thought was, why don't I start watching movies I've never seen but have someone who's an alumni to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So at least there's a familiar face. Um, And I can also learn about that particular person's other things that they have done outside of ex-superhero or ex-villain or, you know, whatever character they played within the MCU. So I put it out there on my personal Facebook page. Um, My idea, I think I did that last week. Um, And... You know, I was like, okay, all my fellow cinematic movie-watching friends, you know, start throwing movie titles at me. This whole comment, long thread below my post, and I've got a Google Doc that I started writing people's suggestions down. There were a lot of suggestions of stuff I've already seen. Um, You know, there are some things like Karen Gillan. Obviously, I've already watched Doctor Who. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to rewatch Doctor Who. I don't want to watch anything I've already seen because that would defeat the purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch things I've never seen. Um, so I've got a list going. Um, I went ahead and made a post on my blog um, and have posted it to my blog's Facebook page. Um, 
putting it out there for suggestions, but I would greatly you know, love to hear from people I don't know with their suggestions. Um, obviously, it needs to be something I can find relatively easily, whether it's on Netflix or on iTunes or on Amazon, um, someplace like that, the $5 bit at Walmart. Uh, <laughs> Half price books. I've already picked up uh, a, a, a two DVD set to start me off, actually, <laughs> which these movies were kind of the reason that also helped spur this along. I walked into half price books the other day and they just so happened to have a DVD two disc set of both of the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, so. The first one is great. I That's what that I heard. First one. Yeah. And the second one is eh. Isn't but they're making a third one. So, and I love Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> and, so, so, do you have any rules about it has to be a main character or is it just someone that appeared in a movie? Um, because then it can get like super, like, I'm it, just thinking. You I don't say, necessarily want to go like too <laughs> far into IMDb. Mm. But well, even, the, I mean, not it even doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be you know. just the stars either. You know, it doesn't have to be just the Chris Evans, the Robert Downey Jr. It could be maybe someone who's been more secondary, like an Anthony Mackie or, uh, you know, Haley Atwell, you know, oh, okay. someone like that. So. Sylvester Stallone is in the Marvel <laughs> Cinematic Universe. That's true. That's and there's a whole list of movies for <laughs> you. That's going just a bit too far i think so now if he happens to be in a movie with someone higher up on the star list okay have you uh, so the the couple that come to mind for me have you seen the losers chris evans is in the oh you that's written down though and how about the 2016 ghostbusters no chris hemsworth in um ghostbusters Uh, I would put those two on your list if you haven't seen yep. those. Yeah, Ghostbusters totally worth watching. Chris Hemsworth is funny in it, and uh, yeah, Losers is a great movie too. Okay. Yeah. Other other than not being, you know, we're trying to stick with main. I'm doing air quotes here that you can't see main characters. You know, your main superheroes. <laughs> maybe if they got a sidekick, yeah. or they're part of. Well, the- about Both Mon- of those movies are main characters because the one is Chris Evans. Yes. And the other one's Chris. You know, and you get two Chris's. Yes. <laughs> and the Losers has Zoe Saldana in it too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yeah, so that takes care of two right there. So if Lost- it's one that has multiples, that's even better because that cuts down on the amount of stuff I have to watch. Lost in Translation <laughs> with uh, with Scarlett Johansson? I have that right now. That's good. One. Excellent. Yep. I haven't seen that in forever. Oh, that's such a good movie. There's just a lot of movies like Lost in Translation where it's like, I know I've heard about it. I know the general gist of the plot. I know who's in it. I know people have generally liked it. I've just never gotten around to watching yeah. it. So now yeah. I'm kind of forcing myself. That's a good to project. Like, yeah. You know, kind of like Kevin with his watching through the years. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, the list. I'm up the to list. the 80s, this, finally. This is, kind of, this is kind of my same thing. It's like, you know, what 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 can I see that has people in it I know already? Right. Um, and it'll be something to help pass the time until next May. <laughs> so, 
in between me rewatching the first Avengers and Doctor Strange about 20 more times in the next there year. You go. So, Ryan, do you have a geek pick for us? Uh, yes, I do. Last week at the comic book store, I picked up the Omnibus Volume 1 of Hellboy, Seed of Destruction by Mike Mignola and Don Byrne. And uh, this is kind of feeding into my more recent, once again, uh, love affair with Hellboy comics. Uh, I had like two random volumes that I, I bought, never read them, finally sat down and read them. And then now, then this came out. I was like, perfect timing. So now I'm sitting down. I'm reading this omnibus. Uh, I just rewatched the first movie, mm-hmm. which I ended up buying on iTunes because I didn't have a digital copy, even though. But I had a DVD. But my DVD was pre-DVD digital copy combos, and I wanted to watch it on my lunch break at work because I could never find time to watch it when I was at home. So I watched it in chunks. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so the Omnibus, so they're doing this, you know, it's not the first Omnibus series for Hellboy, but uh, that's been out over the years. But this one, they're releasing, they're collecting the stories in chronological order, not in order of release. Ah. So it starts off with, like, you know, the Hellboy origin story, more or less, right? Mm -hmm. And then it'll continue going on from there. Whereas the original comics started off with, like, here's a story with Hellboy, here's a character, it's already established. And then they kind of went back to the origins, or they'd be like, you know, they'd be like, oh, this adventure takes place five years ago, or things like that. So now it's, they're coming out in the order that they take place in the Hellboy continuity. Cool. Much like IDW did with their, uh, their Transformer collections that I... Uh, that I'm sure I recommended in a much, much earlier episode. Excellent. How about you, Kevin? What's your pick? Well, I've got, I've got sort of three small things. Um, so one is a thing I want, one is a thing I'm recommending, and one is very self-serving. So the thing I want is something <laughs> I just saw online, and it's the new Infinity Gauntlet Sipper Cup that you can oh, add yes. to the land. Have you seen this, Ryan? No. It is, so cool. It's a drink cup. It's a collectible drink cup that you buy at Disneyland, and it's actually an Infinity Gauntlet. It slips over your hand like a gauntlet. If okay. If you would search for Infinity Gauntlet Disneyland, I'm sure a picture of it will come up. I am trying to do that right now. I'm on delish.com, and that's where it came up for me. It's hilarious. It's 20 bucks. It looks really cool. And you can fill it with soda. Uh, <laughs> it needs more than soda. It is the infinity. <laughs> well, you can put Well, you, you can fill it with whatever you want once you get home. <laughs> but the fact that it's a giant glove that you can drink out of is hilarious to me. Oh, yeah, that does look good. <laughs> So I see the picture I'm seeing is some guy in a Guardians of the Galaxy t-shirt standing in front of the Guardians of the Galaxy ride with this big plastic gauntlet and a straw sticking out of it. Exactly. That's the photo I'm seeing. (laughs) So that's Uh, the hot souvenir at Disneyland right now. And I want one. I would like one of them. I want to know how you... Okay, there there must be... Okay, I found another picture. So it looks like the the thumb. 
Yeah, the thumb has the uh, with the time gem pops off by the looks of it. Yeah. See, you know, this this is right up the like one thing Brent and I keep joking about doing is finding like if you go to Walmart, they've got those foam Infinity Gauntlets. Right. Well, we want to find them that when they're not sixty dollars for a foam gauntlet and uh, and carve out around the fist and put like a beer cozy, like one of those like. <laughs> thermal cups in it right. that you can then just put any kind of drink into to make a cheap version, like a homemade version of this. But no, this is even better because it's got like shiny gems and everything. And it's officially licensed by the Disney Corporation. So well, there you go. <laughs> so I don't like those big bendy straws, though. Well, aren't you? You could replace the straw. Oh, but so it's only twenty bucks. That's the thing I want. Uh, the thing I'm going to recommend is also the Infinity Gauntlet. I've been, uh, I just reread the original Jim Starlin and um, George Perez uh, Infinity Gauntlet comics from 1991, uh, and it's it holds up. It's still really good. So um, uh, if, I've been reading it on Hoopla, uh, which is the digital um, service through the library, uh, and. Um, it's really fantastic. So if you haven't read it, I, I recommend it. It's, it's interesting to see characters that... I don't know if these characters were ever really popular, but they had their own books in the 90s, so they were featured. Characters like Quasar and um, uh, the 90s Ghost Rider. Uh, you know, those were fairly major characters in this story. So um, Infinity Gauntlet by Jim Starlin and George Perez. And uh, then my self-serving, if you've... If, if anybody's seen my current um, Facebook profile picture, we have another improv show coming up in a couple of weeks. And uh, thanks to Ryan for lending us all his Star Wars toys. We've got a fantastic poster that's, uh, uh, that's our entire improv team in silly Star Wars poses, um, playing with lightsabers and blasters. And our show's called Improv Wars, The Fight for the Funny. It's going to be on Friday, June the 8th in Aurelia. Tickets are $15 in advance. $20 at the door. I would love it if any of our listeners could make the trip up to Aurelia to come and see this show. It's going to be fun, and uh, I can pretty much guarantee you a good time. It was uh, it was kind of eye-opening going through my office collecting all that stuff for you. <laughs> I, I, I might have a problem. <laughs> it's only a but problem it, if you run out of space for the stuff. Well, or money. You, you've you've seen my place. I have. You know my office has no space left in it. Well, there's a reason I've got a Captain America shield in the hallway and an Iron Man helmet on the floor in the living room and a Poe Dameron helmet living on my dining room table. We can always. Oh, rent, sorry, coffee coffee table. We can always rent you a storage unit. No, those are expensive. <laughs> I've done that before. Some very creative. Ikea organizational hacks. <laughs> oh, I need to I need to go to Ikea. That's for sure. So, uh, so uh, I guess probably one of us should say Squirrel Girl just to make this show... Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to keep continuity. Yes. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be uh, a True North Nerds episode unless somebody says Squirrel Girl. So, um, Squirrel Girl. But well, she was mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah, that's true. She was mentioned yeah. earlier. Uh, yes. But, uh, so if, if Jen was here, she would recommend Squirrel Girl. Yes, yes, she would. So, so get out and read Squirrel Girl. I agree. 
So I think that's going to pretty much uh, wrap us up here. Uh, so for an episode where we didn't have a topic and didn't know what we were going to talk about, we've gone almost an hour and a half, and uh, I think that's a good length for us. Now we oh, just yeah. have to figure how to upload it um, to the... Uh, to, we use SoundCloud as our uh, distri- distributor, so... Uh, <laughs> Usually that's all Brent, and Brent does all the editing, and Brent would add the theme song in, but uh, he's on vacation, so what it sounds like doesn't matter all that much, right? Exactly. It's, no one's listening to this anyway. No. <laughs> no. We'll get it out there, though. So um, I guess I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up. So thank you, Rachel, for, for joining us tonight. I think it's been really fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. Yeah. Thank you, Rachel. Now that you figured out the logistics of it. Yeah, once I figured out how to turn off my Bluetooth headset, uh, everything worked fine. And uh, thanks, Ryan, for for, uh, going with me on this crazy idea and trying to do this on our own. Yeah, no problem. It was fun. I was just going to be sitting around the house in my underwear anyway. And guess what? Here's the secret. You are. I am. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to uh, this week's episode of True North Nerds, and uh, we will uh, talk to you in a couple of weeks' time. Bye. Good night. Our thanks to Rachel from the Five-ish Fangirls podcast for joining us while Brent and Jen are off traveling the world. Uh, If you want to find out more about the Five-ish Fangirls, you can go to their website at thefiveishfangirls.com. Their podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and where all good podcasts are found. You can follow them on social media at the Five-ish Fangirl at Five-ish Fangirls on Twitter and Instagram. They also have a great Facebook page and are um, available on Patreon as well. Um, again, thanks, Rachel, for joining us. We had a great time. Hope you did, too.